This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. There's an awful lot to talk about this week. We've got an election coming, trials coming, a... uh, uh, migrant invasion going on, a war in Ukraine, of course, you know about that. COVID, 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 never going away, I predicted that. Uh, so there's a lot to talk about. Today I want to talk about what mainly what's going on in New York City with this migrant surge, uh, but also on the broader topic of security, because without basic security, how do you really enjoy much in the way of freedom? And we see some of that happening already, where there's places just not safe to go in this country, including some public schools, sadly, but that's another topic altogether. The reason that I chose to start this week, and there was a variety of things I could have started with, uh, the struggle going on politically, ideologically, whatever you want to call it, it's um, magnificent, really, on the scale of it. Uh, I think some of these stories... Today and the rest of the week are going to illustrate that and kind of how the pieces are intertwined, all the conspiracy theories. And I know the anti-conspiracy theory people, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, by the way. Uh, I understand the concept. You look at patterns, and you say, well, this is a a plausible uh, conclusion, a likely conclusion, history repeating itself, whatever you want to call it. That doesn't always draw the correct conclusion, right? The obvious conclusion isn't always the real conclusion, but many times it is. And, uh, you know, we see these patterns repeating themselves, and it becomes kind of obvious to a lot of people what's really going on. So here we are, I guess. A lot of this has been brewing for a long time. But here's what caught my eye, uh, why I think this has taken a little bit of a different turn, and that is the press conference that AOC and her little uh, entourage were having out in New York City. And um, I think they were in Midtown, and I'm pretty sure I know where they were. I don't know New York City real well. Uh, My wife is from New York City, her family's from New York City, and um, I go up there, have been up there quite a few times. I used to love New York City, by the way. We're here outside of Philadelphia. Philadelphia has always been dirty. The unions here have always been a mess. The city of brotherly love is a creative marketing slogan, but there's nothing to represent the uh, callous disregard for manners in this town. And if you want to see that in its best case, try going to Philadelphia Eagles game. Uh, You're lucky if you get out of there without being assaulted or killed or your children offended or uh, a drink poured on you or something like that. The last time I went to an Eagles game to tailgate, Believe it or not, I used to be a big NFL fan. Used to uh, every Sunday watch the the Eagles. Not every single Sunday. I wasn't like you know super hardcore, but it was part of the fabric of our life. The Sunday games and having people over and the chili bowls and the cocktails and uh, it was good times. It really was. But uh, going down and tailgating was enjoyable. Uh, but the last time I went, we just we walked through a, a puddle of urine. To get to the stadium, there's this whole giant parking lot. It just turned into a giant urinal. Everybody out there drinking, having a great time, and they had like you know three porta johns, you know, four parking lots away. 
that was stacked 100 people deep. So what do people start doing? Well, some prepare in advance. They bring like a bucket with sand in it that they could stand there and pee in or put it in their minivan. It's crazy what's going on. Uh, you know, undercover cops coming around, snooping in your business. Rightfully so, I guess, from a security perspective. They want to make sure nothing happens. But I look at the whole thing. I say, why would anybody want to do that? It's not safe. It's kind of disgusting, really. Point being, I love New York City. I've always thought it was better run. It's amazing the scale of it and what goes on there, really, when you break it down. But recently, it's just really gotten bad to the point that I don't even like to go there. I really don't. And I asked my wife, I said, uh, you know, any reports from your family? My wife, I think, was just up there recently for a couple of hours, not for long. And she said that her mom said she thought it was getting better, interestingly enough. Interesting. Now, on one hand, you say, uh, what are they talking about, 100,000, 150,000 migrants that have gotten pumped in there with 10,000 a day coming in. Um, they had 10 million citizen residents of uh, New York City. So let's just say 10,000 divided by 10 million is uh, one-tenth of a percent, right? The point I want to be one percent. So it's one-tenth of one percent. So at one-tenth of a percent per day, every 10 days, is that right? 10,000 people, the population's increasing one percent? I feel like that's not right. I'd have to check my math. I don't think it's a huge, significant number in terms of the population. Stay with me a second. I'm not saying it's not a big problem because it really is. You've heard me talk about it. But in terms of city resources, you would think that they would have the ability to handle this fairly easily, actually. Kind of wonder why they don't. No planning for disasters, clearly. Uh, so it was not significant that way. But what about the cost? You say well, they had billions of dollars. And I ask myself, why? Why would that be the case? Why is it so expensive? I mean... If you had a person from another country and you say, hey, i got to provide a small apartment, um, maybe some money for a little bit of transportation and food and basic necessities, what's that cost these days? Now, is New York City going to say, well, you got to give them health care too. Woo-wee. Boy, we're taking on some burden now, and then we are. Oh, that's not it either. Your kids got to go to school. What does that cost? Well, as it turns out, uh, I know here where we are, the school district cost is about $20,000 a year per student. Whew, now we're talking some numbers. Husband and wife and two kids, right out of the gate. Now, I don't know what New York City schools cost. Uh, I had to believe at least around the same, maybe more even, costs up there. So this little migrant family of four... Boom, forty grand a year just to cover the kids' school. And then you're going to pay for their clothes and their book supplies and their health care. What are we talking about? And the kids' basic necessities. 60, 70, 80 grand just for the two kids. Okay. Then you got to deal with the parents. And we're not giving them basic necessities. It's unbelievable what's going on. Cars, cell phones. Who knows where it ends? How is it good for the country? Nobody's talking about that. Why is it happening? 
Nobody's talking about it. They just scream in your face that this is who we are. We have to help these people are fleeing persecution. But let me get to the, the point of the headline. AOC goes down with her entourage, and they're going to give this update on uh, how they're fighting to get aid and so forth. I mean, there's a bunch of protesters there screaming. But that wasn't the noteworthy part. I'm sure they're piped. I'm sure that the conservative protesters are piped in the same way that the uh, liberal protesters are piped in. I'm not sure that the conservative protesters get paid in the same way. Uh, but they probably get some kind of benefit from doing it, I'm sure. Laura Loomer, have you seen what's going on with her? Now, it's interesting, some of the things she's put out and revealed through her, quote, journalism, which I agree with, by the way. I support all that. Uh, but then, you know, she needs to put herself in certain places. I'll give you an example. Uh, last week or the week before, she uh, uncovered this story about these uh, Nazis uh, uh, protesting in Florida. And she says, I happened to be driving by. And I saw these protesters. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, somebody told her, somebody invited her, somebody set it up, so to speak. So I'm sure that happens with the right-wing side, too. So AOC goes to speak with her entourage. They're going to talk about what, what they're doing to help the people of New York City get through this, this uh, crucial time. That, of course, the, 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 this problem that they created, now they're going to come and tell you what they're going to do to, to help you deal with it. It's this very type of arrogance of government that I see that's, that's got so many people fired up, and I think why you see it in this case. And in New Mexico, we'll talk about that on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. The uh, gun ban there and the fascist governor. All of a sudden, the story evaporates. That was a test run. It was a test run. COVID was a test run. It's not going well here. I can't believe it went well the first time. People are finally waking up. Look at look at the smell. They're not talking about masks anymore. That dried up too, didn't it? And now they're going to be throwing the migrants out. You watch these and these politicians are going to be out. I'll be a little surprised if AOC gets reelected because of this. I really will. People all over are saying this is a real problem. You're piping all these people. So I started to say, uh, you know, the number is a percentage of the population may not be that much, but when you consider that there's a hundred hundred and fifty thousand um, people who are in desperate conditions, the government showing no ability to manage this on some kind of uh, economical scale, none. I said to you before, maybe we should start setting up refugee camps at the border, preferably on the Mexican side. This idea that we're going to put them in New York City is pure lunacy. Pure lunacy. Well, they've been vetted. What do you mean vetted? (laughs) Vetted how? For what? Job skills? Are they going to come in here and support the economy? The military? What? How are they contributing? We're going we're gonna, to uh, pipe a bunch of, uh, uh, of African and Middle Eastern and Asian immigrants, Islamic, um, voodoo, all kinds of, of crazy things, bring it in here. I'm not saying there's not good people caught up in this. I really don't know. But it's really not my problem. And don't tell me I'm racist for saying, oh, that's a nationalist racist. It's not who we are. Well, it's who I am. I want to protect my country, my family, so that we have a place to live. Let me give you a basic saying that I think people are beginning to wake up to. Don't bite the hand that feeds you. You you, you don't help the, the poor by becoming one of them. That's the better one. You don't help the poor by becoming one of them. We're going to destroy our own country. Turn it into a third world cesspool. And then who's going to help the third world cesspool? Who's going to help us? 
China, Russia, who's going to be left? North Korea? AOC and them go out there, these protesters are shotting them down. The whole thing looks like a, you know, made for TV. Uh, AOC and her entourage, they kept going through it. The guy who was there, I don't know who he was. I think he was one of the local politicians. He did a good job of trying to appeal to the human side. These are good people. They're fleeing from persecution and this and that and the drama. And I say, I want to hear the stories. Now, here's where it blew up. He says, uh, we wanted to come down here and see for ourselves. The people suffering. Yeah, nothing about the residents suffering. The migrants is who they care about. Why? Who's paying for all that? Who's who's benefiting from all that? Well, the local people, they say, didn't come down here to see how this is affecting us. Get the hell out. So here was the very telling part. They cut away after that Fox News, and they're talking to this guy on the street, and he says, this guy was angry. I know this made its rounds, so you may have seen this, but I'll just describe it for anybody who hasn't. They're interviewing this guy, and he's pissed. He says, they, meaning AOC and those politicians, will never be allowed to walk down the streets again. Uh, It's just threatening, really. People are fired up about this, watching their communities destroyed. It's like the people in the Chaz Zone. What kind of people does a government who allows that to go on to, a government who allows Chaz to go on, who does that appeal to in terms of, of quality of government? I don't think it appeals to most Catholics. I don't think it appeals to most Christians. I certainly know from the way that I see the Jewish communities here that they would never put up with something like that. Very interesting that none of that happened, in fact. The the protests out there with George Floyd, out there in Minnesota, that wasn't a Jewish community. That wasn't a Catholic community. That wasn't a Christian community. They weren't doing it there. Mm Mm-mm. Nope. Look where it was going on. It's kind of freaky to me when you think about it. And people are getting pushed out. Oregon, Washington, New York City. I have a bit of a theory on that. It's like destroy it and then they'll buy it up cheap. You know what I mean? The great wealth transfer. These areas are going to be under Islamic control. It's happened in the, and I'm not saying that's the only problem or the, or the main issue even. It's just, but it's look at what's happened in Minnesota. And ironically enough, in some cases, it's been a better change. In some cases, you're better off with the Taliban than this corrupt regime that we have. Wait till I get to the uh, the third the, the third podcast this week when I talk about the trampling of rights. I've been yapping a while here, and I got a lot to do today. I may do five podcasts this week. We'll see. It's getting to be fall. Maybe we'll go back to it. I'm getting a little itchy. The election's heating up. There's a lot to talk about. So let me let me give you the rundown here. And I'll try and talk through why I think it's important. New York City child thieves targeting bars, leaving owners overwhelmed with thefts. Kids saying that the police will never arrest them. I've said to you, this is a huge, huge problem. You've heard me talk about it. Well, I, I've talked about the problem, and, and you know, I got this electric bike. Suppose you have somebody dressed in camouflage, all black, or some kind of urban blend-in technique. Uh, what do they call it? Gray man technique, I think. You know, where they dress just to blend in. They're on some bicycles. And two, three, four, five, six, eight, ten, twelve come rolling up your driveway. Whoa, what is this? Yeah. Boom. 
maybe even just a 22 to the head. And neighbors may not even hear, even a 38, depending on where you live. If the air conditioners are running, they time it right. Or if even if you're inside, they break in. They get in and out before the cops even come, and they just all just go in different directions on their bikes. Good luck. Huge tactical advantage on the side of the criminal. I, this is roving gangs. Now, uh, why do I say this? Well, you've got this, this immigration. you have people in desperation. The government's running out of money. You tell me where is it headed. They're going to band together and go try to get resources. What would you do? It's, it's the only logical solution. Now, what if they're a bunch of 14-year-olds? And even if you are standing there with your weapon, what are you going to do? It's a crazy situation. It's happening. Teen punched in the face and the Big Apple tears up recounting the traumatic experience. Uh, This is a little different, but uh, still in the same genre. Haiti gangs. Haiti's just crumbling, falling into a serious dystopia. The world is, is going into a very dark place in many places. And, and just like what was happening under Stalin and the gulags, Americans in the 50s sitting, watching TV, laughing, having a grand old time, buying cars and living the American dream while people in the Soviet Union were suffering greatly. Same thing's happening in Haiti right now. Haiti gangs uh, are killing disabled children saying that either put the kids out of their misery or they will. The gangs being more humane in some ways, or their attempt, I guess. No ability. What, are we going to go help them too? We'll bring all the disabled kids out of Haiti. We'll bring them here so we can take care of them. How nice. How nice. Oakland DA accuses critics of racism as upset residents express outrage over crime. And this is what the, the political pattern I see in this country, and it's very dangerous. Just like AOC, they come down and they say, hey, hey we're coming down here to, to, to see firsthand to make sure that the migrants are being properly cared for. What? The people say, who do you represent? Now you know. Same thing here, the DAs. How dare you complain about crime? But because I guess it, it's a black DA, it's racism. Sengalese. Migrants, thousands of them released in Tucson, Arizona. 2,000 crossed the border from Mexico in 24 hours. They're coming over from Africa and coming across their southern border by the thousands. Eric Adams, uh, here's a story. They blast their own. I told you this too. Democrats are going to be eating their own. Eric Adams, mayor of New York. Uh, article here saying his anti-migrant rhetoric makes him sound like Ron DeSantis. He's towing a fine line. He said, oh, we're going to do everything we can. Destroying it. About you watch. There's going to be a war in New York City amongst themselves. And this is what I think the regime wants. They want the unrest. Border Patrol releasing migrants onto the streets of San Diego. So they blame Texas for all this, but the Border Patrol's doing a ton of it. Slightly different topics, still along the same lines. Many of Americans' black youths cannot read or do math. Uh, This is horrific. I didn't really get too into the story. I'm guessing that it's referring to inner-city places uh, where you see these, um, you know, gangs of young people committing crimes, violence in some places, and it's really very dangerous. If If they can't read and do math, 
lacking job skills to compete in, in the current economy. Um, I just see these cities falling deeper and deeper into a, a human wasteland. That's very sad to me. U.S. migrants spark mass exodus from New York City as residents flee from the rising cost of the crisis. I doubt that. I don't think that's true. Um, Blue City Drug Haven um, to infamous Kensington passes a bill to ban supervised drug sites. This is a huge story. You've heard me talking for a couple of years now. I've been it began with a morbid fascination of what's going on in Kensington, which is just about five or six miles from my house as the crow flies. Very scary to me. Largest open-air drug market in the country. I have a buddy who makes prosthetics. He works down there. He talks about the trank problem and this rotted flesh. It is freaking disgusting. It is beginning to look literally like it, 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 what was the zombie show, The Walking Dead down there. It really, really is. So Philadelphia, also a sanctuary city, and they were doing this um, supervised drug site thing. The mayor and the DA, they were big on it. Guess what? The city council just passed a bill to ban them. Uh, the DA was, we shouldn't be taking away tools to deal with the drug problem. They called them, um, um, what do they call them? Overdose prevention sites. Who, nobody's fooled by it anymore. Overdose prevention site? That's where you can come shoot heroin, but you don't have to worry about ODing. Well, then they go outside in the OD. Where they stand there and they crap in the streets and let their bloody sores ooze out and flies landing on it and, and people walking through there. Horrible. It kind of looks like leprosy. This whole thing is biblical to me. Absolutely biblical. Speaking of disgusting, I feel like I mentioned this story. The diarrhea on the Delta flight. I saw photos of it. And it was like a massive amount, like all the way up the whole middle corridor. I thought somebody said that like a couple people got sick. And I'm like, first of all, how did all this happen? Like, like why is the guy walking around if he's got, I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Uh, Phil Murphy, New Jersey. They can't take any more illegal immigrants. Funny how they call them illegals now. Netanyahu, Israel, to deport all illegal African-American migrants. Wow. Did you see the story in Italy, that island off of Italy? They invaded it. Looks like they're going to kick them out. Uh, on the security side, let me just switch gears here a little bit. Um, another Russian general saying that nuclear war is inevitable. Uh, Russia un uh, estimating Ukraine's uh, casualties, hundreds of thousands, they're claiming. Some evidence to support that, I don't know. Riots erupt in uh, Europe after a Koran uh, burning protest. Uh, just unrest, right, all over the place. Europe, Ukraine. Africa, South Africa, South America, here, it's just crazy, the anger and hostility, Asia, Brazil, uh, now the top exporter of critical crop exports. Was it that threat that maybe why we were pushing this climate change, stop the deforestation, don't let Brazil become a top 
uh, crop exporter. I wonder if it was all political. Keep the uh, world food supplies artificially low to keep the prices up. There's a lot of reasons why you'd want to do that, by the way. Antifa indicted on Rico for trying to destroy the stop and stop the cop city in Atlanta. This was an all-out uh, violent assault. I'm glad to see that it is being prosecuted. And I think another sign of the shift that's going on, that they're going after it at all, Antifa not operating with the same impunity that they once did. San Francisco beginning bait car operations. Um, Chicago residents angry with what they call hypocrite lawmakers because they want to house 300 new migrants in hotels while the city's majority black homeless population is left to suffer on the streets. Crazy. This migrant problem is all over, to keep telling you that. It's really devious what's going on. Timeline unveiled uh, to rebuild the I-95 overpass. Why am I bringing this up? Security, crime. Um, you know, I think these highway blockages potentially could become more common. And I-95 is part of the route that would be used to blockade Philadelphia if it became necessary for uh, security reasons. Uh, this is interesting. that the, This rebuilding, there was a truck that exploded underneath it. Uh, it looked a little suspicious. I don't know the investigation, no indication of that. The governor politicized it. He flew in, you know, worked with PennDOT, which is horrible, and actually got the thing reopened. I applaud him for that, but they didn't do it in the best way. And so now they got to, you know, close it again while they properly redo it to put it back in permanent service. Uh, so nothing was really gained, a little bit. Anyway, prepare for these type of disruptions. The Panama Canal is dropped. I-95 is, uh, the Panama Canal is blocked. I-95 is blocked. It's a major north-south corridor. You're going to see more and more of this. And what does that mean? Prepare yourself. Uh, doctors warn the United States is barreling towards uh, the same fertility crisis as Japan. I believe this is all hype and bunk as well. Poli uh, economic propaganda, really. Have more kids. Have a big family. Uh, this escaped convict from in Pennsylvania. Did you hear the story? Not far from me. Maybe an hour or two. Could have potentially caused the problem here. They finally caught this guy. He was a convicted murderer in Brazil. Convicted murderer here. And I'm wondering why they didn't just shoot the guy. Speaking of costs, you know, we're probably paying for his kids too, for that matter. I could go on and on. What's the point, right? Nigeria power grid collapses, causing nationwide blackouts. Isn't it Nigeria that pushed out France? I don't watch these international politics so closely. Uh, but either way, if it can happen there, it can happen here. Hackers, espionage, whatever the case might be. I felt for a while that it's a high risk. I'm not the only one in that FEMA. Anybody who's in the know on that type of thing would tell you the same thing. And long-range power outages, even if only regional are really, really problematic. Gas pumps aren't going to run. Heat's not going to run. Well pumps aren't going to run. And the problems will mount quickly. Uh, sewage pumps, if, if they're in your area at all, they are here. Well pumps, sewage pumps, street lighting, refrigeration. Take that down, okay? Uh, hospital service, gasoline pumps for, to refuel cars. So now it all goes down, all right? How long are we running? Well, the generators are going to kick in, 
and they're going to run for a while. 24 hours, maybe 48, I don't know, 96. Uh, we're prepared to run for a little while on generator. I could stretch that out for our home needs. At what point does that become a major security problem? That little that little rev of the generator, what does that signal for everybody around you? Mm, the comforts of home, eh? And maybe they don't have it. Maybe they're going to come looking for some. So it all gets to be problematic. At what point? The power goes down. At what point do you have a big problem with 100,000 illegal immigrants running out who are already in, in, in jeopardized situation, let alone the drug addicts, the mentally ill, and the homeless that are all going to be moving around looking for resources, uh, just like the walking dead? It's freaky to me. Am I saying it's going to happen? No, I'm not going to say anything's going to happen. I'm just saying you might want to make some some planning provisions in the event that it does, depending on where you live. We're too close to Philadelphia. I don't know. You have to assess the situation. We need to leave or you know, shelter in place. We have provisions for both. But the power goes down. I want you to think about it. It's the biggest threat, really. Two days. Hmm. Yeah, it's inconvenient. Three, four, five days. Ten days. No refrigeration. No gasoline. Things are running dry. Uh, the fun has worn off. 20 days. What's left at that point? A month in. It's going to become a isolated, I would think, in many ways. It's happening in Nigeria. I don't know what the current status is. Maybe the lights are back on. I hope, for their sake. I'll leave you with this little story, and I'll tell you what I think. Did you see about the thousand-year-old mummies out of Mexico? Non-humans, they say. They look like little E.T. creatures. And uh, these people, they didn't really take off. You think, this is crazy. And I believe they were government officials of Mexico. Look! (laughs) That was a poor Mexican accent. And horribly racist for me to do that. I deeply apologize. Uh, But anyway, it didn't take off. Why do you suppose it didn't take off? Maybe because it's a bunch of complete bunk. Complete bunk and a complete distraction. I don't know. Maybe that's the next wave of, of fear and craziness. They're going to bring in some... Uh, they're gonna they're gonna do the uh, War of the Worlds all over again, but with a much grander theater, three D graphics, AI controlled news, and they'll fool everybody that the aliens have taken over, the government's been surrendered, we're under martial law, and um, panic will set in. I don't know. Crazy times we're living, and all I can do is share with you the news so you can make up your own mind. and uh, prepare as you may or not. I suppose, God willing, I'll be back. Maybe tomorrow. We're on a good run here. We'll see how I feel, see what I can do, but I'll be back soon either way. In the meantime, make it a great day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.